Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Time for your My Talk traffic. It's going to start this afternoon in Mendota Heights. 494 eastbound, a crash from 35E to Highway 55. And in Lexington, 35W northbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane from Lake Drive to 95th Avenue. And in Hugo 61, there's a crash from Highway 61 right around 152nd Street. And that's your My Talk traffic. Your five eyewitness news weather forecast clouds early tonight, clear skies later this evening with the low of 26. Mostly sunny, 45 tomorrow. Right now, cloudy and 37 at the My Talk studios. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? learned Saturday Night Live learned. is going dark amid the coronavirus outbreak. The NBC sketch comedy series is shutting down for three weeks. This according to sources at The Hollywood Reporter. SNL had been set to return on March 28th with John Krasinski as host and Dua Lipa as a musical guest. And Regal Cinema, which operates 543 locations in the United States, is shutting down all of its movie theaters starting tomorrow. This move following the White House news conference this afternoon, telling Americans to avoid social gatherings of more than 10 people. On Sunday, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio and Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti ordered movie theaters in their respective cities to close in response to COVID-19. And Harvey Weinstein is heading back to Rikers Island after doctors concluded he was healthy enough to leave Bellevue Hospital. Weinstein is being held at North Infirmary Command, the medical ward at Rikers, where he had been held for several days prior to his sentencing last week. And that's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com for more everything entertainment. Ian came in. Ian and came it. in. They made us leave and we were so mad. Oh, because... we hadn't even started? No, no. we were uh, on the air. That's what but... I thought. Yeah, we were we were on the air when it happened, but we didn't break into the news or anything. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, all no, right. this is the first time mm-hmm. in in all the years that we've been on the air. I know other shows have had other times yes, they where have. they've done it, uh-huh. um, and and the station didn't start until after nine eleven. We started in two thousand and two, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. that's so we even so. I mean, it's just like I'm thinking. Do we like? Do we stay on the air for as long as he's on? Yes, yes. we do, and then and we talk about it after or whatever. Well, but what if it goes until like you know six fifteen? Then well, do, we do. Lori. Just do a sign off and yes, 
you just say, well, that's... That's the governor. And if you want to say, make any comments about what he had to say. Well, yeah. And then we will go back to done. regular But maybe programming. he might only talk for five minutes, but why do I, I think he's going to talk a lot? I don't think it'll be five minutes. I, I think don't it'll be longer than that. Oh, geez, okay. Louise. Well, I'm well, glad we're carrying it. It's important. Well, yeah. it, it, it's it's the law, Julia. It's FCC regulations, okay? Actually, it's not. It's, it's not. not. Us. No, no. That's, really? It should be. Like that is not FCC like, regulation. It, that it should be FCC. I mean, what what's the point of public broadcast waves you know? uh, all i can tell you is that's yeah. that's not regular. i mean not just mandatory. quit speculating yeah <laughs> we're gonna well, do like it. me like you were speculating earlier <laughs> about something yes. okay fine we're gonna stop that well how okay. about to give just a little just something you know the little you know i why don't we uh, of course we're not a music station but the tiny desk concerts oh those are hysterical at npr yeah so the last one that gave us a lot mm-hmm. of joy was lizzo yes not a couple months ago now who steps by, of course, not wearing a blouse and pearls as he's known to do for certain occasions, but always dressing perfect for the occasion. Harry Styles with a powder blue jumper, to use the British term, and a baby chick in the center of it. Okay, that's really it's, cute. It's mid-morning. Yeah. That's a good daytime sweater, mm-hmm. isn't it? And uh, he launched into, you know, he oh, he launches into Cherry. Then he discussed the background of watermelon sugar, you know, but we just have them singing. Oh, not okay. to get you too excited. Breathe me in, breathe me out. I don't know if I could ever go without. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if I could ever go without. Watermelon sugar. I mean, is there any doubt what watermelon sugar is? Julia? I'm not answering this. What is it? I haven't even spent any time thinking about that. I'm just listening. I don't get that much into the words. I just listen and... Julia, but Julia, play it again. What play I mean, again? I mean, Julia, it's about sex. All right, fine. Oh, yes, I get it. I get it. Okay. I get it. I, get I mean, it. you feel it. You feel it. I mean, he's describing it. You almost feel like you're th- right there with him. He's just doing such a lyrical, you know, just yeah. He, yeah. He love songs to just how someone smells and looks and tastes and everything and you know that's what it's about joy all right so that's well, all i'm, I'm saying all right so one of the and we posted that for yes. you just if you just have to just have five minutes you could like really i think music is something that you know mm. put together your little drive you know i i today at home kind of put on some very 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 loud music for about five minutes and just kind of jumped around. Yeah. Well, Jump. I mean, Harry did Sledgehammer on Howard Stern. I mean, I am just, I, I guess I'm trying to say once again, how impressed I am. And I want him to be cast in a, as Mick Jagger in some biopic. The one that's We're not happening. worried about central casting right now. I they have know. a lot of things to work on. Okay. <laughs> right. In the meantime, I saw, we, we saw this last week and it was, um, who came forward first for uh, Johnny Depp? In the most recent round. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. And she hadn't dated him since the 90s. But she came forward and, you know, a lot of former girlfriends. No, it's called, they're giving depositions. Depositions. And then the blast is getting the depositions and showing it to us. Mm. So Penelope Penelope 
Cruz, a longtime friend who has made multiple movies with Johnny Depp, yeah, was deposed as well. And she said she met Johnny Depp when she was 19 years old. He was in Madrid and director Pedro Almodovar introduced, introduced me to him. And, and I always wondered says, if those two had any kind of a thing because they're only like four year difference in age or something. Well, here's what here's or what maybe she said. a little bit more. The only you can hear the mm-hmm. only sentences I knew how to speak mm-hmm. um, in at English in the time was "How are you?" and "I want to work with Johnny Depp." Oh my gosh! Okay, so yeah. she so started along, along him time. in films like "Remember Blow," amazing, and now "Pirates of the Caribbean." That's right. On Stranger Tides, yeah. Murder on the Orient Express, Never and over the that. years they've yeah. had a good friendship. Many years have passed, and I've not. I have not only made three movies with him, but I count him as a great friend, she says. I've always been impressed by his kindness, his brilliant mind, his talent, his particular, I love this, his particular sense of humor. I've seen Johnny in so (laughs) many situations where he's kind to everyone, he's generous with everyone. And she said during their filming of Pirates of the Caribbean, she was pregnant. That's right. I remember that because her boobs, her Boobs looked really great. No, they looked extra great. The teats of Spain looked extra great. And she said... I just thought it was the corsetine. And then we found out later she she was was pregnant. pregnant. And that she was with him every single day. And her husband, actor Javier Bardem, and and she will never forget the sweetness, protection, and kindness he treated with me during every step of that process. These are some strong... Well... And then well, he's he, being accused of very bad things. And then Vanessa Paradis, his, they, they were never married. Were they, they were partners. No, they married. were together for 14 yes. years from 1999 to 2012. Johnny Depp has been a serial monogamist yes. in Hollywood. That really? is for sure. Mm-hmm. He kind of, when one ends, another one begins. And then he sticks with people. I mean, Same with Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's but even been though they overlapped, yeah, but there he's could be serial... overlap. He had overlap with yep. Vanessa, so she's doing. She did a deposition. Yes, but wow. she had already spoke out four years ago and said, "I cannot believe that this when is this true, first happened, that Amber Heard is saying he abused me." And she spoke out right away yep. and said, "This is not the man I know." Well, he's the father of her kids, but yes. she was rightly like, "That's not who I." And I bet she said, "Oh, I told you, Johnny." This this is going to happen. And and so oh, no. she says she's known him for more than 25 years. Mm-hmm. We've been partners 14, raise our kids together. He's always been kind, attentive, generous, and a nonviolent person and father. Okay, but can this, this can be true at the same time. Johnny Depp can be all those things, and yet with Amber Heard, he was violent. Okay. Yeah, but oh. these were just different yeah, people I speaking mean, out. Both those things can be true at the same That's time right. because yeah, they just were... So, so toxic. toxic together and for for but I still blame him because he's the older person he and he should have known better and a guy he obviously knows that not to do that but maybe at that point I don't know he was his drug and alcohol use was so out of sure. control he doesn't even remember what's going on with his life I mean I wish Johnny Depp would see like what be like how Brad Pitt even though this. For if Brad, he would sober up. Yeah, and for Brad, you know, really being accused of like hitting a kid is like really as bad as hitting a woman. And so the difference between Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp is how they approach both their things. And for Brad, maybe because uh, he kind of had a naggy wife who thought he maybe got high and drunk a little bit mm-hmm. too much, 
he it finally took like people thinking that about him for him to not give a right. bleep what and then go and say I got a problem because that the, right. he wouldn't have done we, that. We we saw worse with Johnny Depp. It felt like he spiraled all, uh, more out of control afterwards. And yes. he did that interview with the Rolling and, yes. Stone person for thirty six hours, and they stayed up all night. I mean, it was terrible. It felt like he's. It felt like he was just in this wasted. Downward spiral. Yeah, like he literally was getting drunk and high every minute of every day and not sleeping a lot and yeah and and not dealing with it. And also, you know what I gotta say, when you are ashamed of your behavior, and maybe De- Johnny was ashamed of his yeah. behavior, how he treated Vanessa, his kids were teenagers, that he didn't see. You know, he could have a lot of self loathing. Yeah, going on too on his part, and and then who wants to look at that? Right. And at the same time, though, yeah. as we're seeing... But that's very powerful for Johnny's case in the specific defamation thing. Although I think now it must be about the principal because Amber Heard doesn't have millions of dollars. Well, what's happened is... <laughs> he well, just 50, wants to... He wants to clear it. He does. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he sued her for $50 million. But Amber Heard at the same time, now her publicists have been releasing after each one of these came yeah. out. Her walking around looking great in this outfit. I mean, it's just been kind of funny how the, the PR the angle PR that her, angle. her team is and doing. And don't you think you know more now that you've read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? As far book. as far as all of the PR machinations. Oh. Do you say that word machinations? How do you say that word? Machinations. 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 All the things that go on behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. Kind of. It was kind of. But anyway, that's happened. Yeah. Amal Clooney's sister. Oh. It's criticized because she was um, selling luxury face masks. She was selling? They're selling. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that she was selling. <laughs> that's that's hand sanitizer no, and face masks. Here is just the better. Okay, if we're going to get to one juicy story All today, right, let me. it be this one. Let it be. Uh, I kind of love that Ben Affleck, you know, we've been following him for years when you think about all the people he's been with yes. and even since we've been on this radio show julia yes. but that anna de armas the mm-hmm. knives out actress that he's um having a fling with um and she's 31, 31 and he's 47 mm-hmm. and he's got a lot of baggage he's freshly sober and he's the father of three kids yep. all none of them even in high school whoa right there i'd be running we would be nothing but a hotel lovers. Okay. Anyway, but she was seen. Maybe that's all they are. She drove his car to the Hotel Bel Air, where I would just like to remind you, the nanny stayed, Instagrammed photos of herself poolside from the Hotel Bel Air, mm-hmm. ran up a bill. And I remember Us Weekly having her spa bill. Also, um, uh, uh, this other girl, Shauna Sexton, that he had a, like a three-week thing mm-hmm. with. He he sends all of all of the ladies, the lovers, to the, to the hotel Bel Air that are dickmatized by Ben Affleck oh, to the Lord. hotel <laughs> Bel Air. That's hypnotized. Yeah, dickmatized. It's a word. Anyway, but that's his hotel, and it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I would want a different hotel. I would have done a little photo assumption and digging around if I was going to. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. 
Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Be newly dating or do I would demand I would to be just, at a different hotel. I would just want to be in a bungalow at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Or no, maybe you don't want to support the Salt and the Brunei. Okay, fine. The Four Seasons in Beverly Hills will do. Very nice. Mm-hmm. The corner presidential suite <laughs> with the wraparound terrace. Um, Not the hotel bell. And you know where I mean, he said, uh, and random women from Raya. The Hotel Bel Air is Ben Affleck's place. He's just got a house account. It's just out of convenience. And they keep it, you know, they keep it quiet there, maybe. <sighs> She's going to be crying to her girlfriend's in a couple months. Anna, don't be serious about him. That's yeah, all I got to say to you, girl. Just idea. have it be light. Change your hotel. Wear great underwear. But have it, once all this is over, just be done with him and move on. There you go. All right, listen, we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. Let's start there. I'm sure there's entertainment news like crazy with the coronavirus, with everything being canceled. So you know, well, this is a worldwide issue, and it's affecting everything in the world, including the world of entertainment. So, just giving you uh, some quick hits about what's happening out in Hollywood. So, ABC is delaying Jimmy Kimmel Live by 30 minutes, so Nightline can air an hour earlier for four nights starting tomorrow night. ABC made this swap to help more people stay informed and safe during. This time, uh, usually Nightline airs at uh, 1035 in most local markets. So after the evening news is when that airs. So they're changing that. And in this market, it's been after Jimmy Kimmel. It airs at 11.30. Right. Which I always think, God, the night. But, like, I guess they just think people just DVR everything. Probably. I mean, yeah. it, you know. It, but it seems like people will be wait. you know, like 10.30, a lot of people are up and alert. Absolutely. You know, so that seems like a smart thing to do. I yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Universal Pictures announced that they're going to make its movies available in the home on the same day as their theatrical releases beginning with Trolls World Tour. So that's good news for parents with small kids who love trolls. And it's good news for those of us who do not want to see Justin Timberlake on a couch. Ah! Singing his song <laughs> and trolling preach. for trolls. That's right. Okay. That's right. We won't have to. We don't follow him on Insta, but there. We don't have to watch Justin Timberlake pretending that he cares. So, that, that's <laughs> but right. isn't it, Holly? Aren't yes. they also Universal? Um, that's setting this Friday, The Invisible well, Man. You can see it yes, home. And- yeah. So what's going to happen is that Universal is making movies that are currently in theaters right now on demand starting as early as Friday. And you're right. The Invisible Man, The Hunt and Emma are among those movies yeah. that you're going to be able to rent for 20 bucks. That's a good. That's smart. I mean, you. We're it's, gonna worry about the movie theaters yeah, after. Like, people don't want to go to no, them. No, they can't go out. I know, and they're so, gonna. Yeah, we can worry about that later on yeah, the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. It's shut down, contained, yes, and then move and on. And it's something. And those movies will have so many people will love watching The yes. Invisible Man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know. And speaking of movies, and speaking of the way that we aren't going to movies right now, the Regal Cinema chain they have over five hundred theaters in the United States. They're just shutting it down. New York City, Los Angeles. They've shut down the movie theaters. They're saying we cannot go to these. Now, 
There was a 73% decline in box office for the number one movie this week onward. And uh, box office has hit a 20-year low. So mm-hmm. this is going to, like with everything, everything. Every, yep. every, every business, every, every industry business. is, we're all... We're in this we're together. together. That yep, is because it's together. affecting everybody. I don't know mm-hmm. one person whose life no, is affected No, we're in this together yeah. and just yeah. stop everything now at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Idris Elba shared on social media today that he has tested positive for COVID-19. Elba wrote on Twitter, I feel okay and I have no symptoms so far, but I've been isolated since I found out about my possible exposure to the virus. He added, stay home, people, and be pragmatic. I'll keep you updated on how I'm doing. He, he said say, no panic. Did he say that he'd just come from Spain or like, did he give? He yeah. really didn't. He didn't. I w- That mm-hmm. would be more like I just was on holiday in Spain and I'm self-quarantining myself. And then I got I was got a test. I wish some I, I guess I, I don't know why I want to know that. Is that weird? No, because it's that's how the COVID-19 has spread. It starts in certain places and then, you know, I just Googling how, it, you know, and that's how it came here to Minnesota. And then it becomes community spread. And then it becomes yeah. community spread. So those are those are questions that are completely valid to ask yeah. about this. Yeah. And another uh, celebrity and actor testing positive for coronavirus. I now, guess it doesn't really matter. It now it's, right. everywhere. it's everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones actor Christopher Hivju. Mm-hmm. He plays Tormund in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and he revealed his diagnosis in an Instagram post. He said he's currently self-quarantining with his family in Norway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He said he'll he'll just quarantine and he'll do it as long as it takes. And, and Kelly Clarkson isn't doing her show no. anymore. They suspended all the shows, Holly, basically the yeah. TV production. Yeah. A TV production has halted. And if they haven't halted production at this point, you're behind the curve. Mm-hmm. Because think of on a movie set, on a television set. How many people are interacting with any number of people on any given day? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of surfaces that are being touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even our building, we have very, it's only on-air talent, you know, really in the building. And, and producers. And pro- well, and, Donnie's an on-air talent. No, but I mean, oh, there's, thank more, you. There's, <laughs> okay. there's, there's more. There's more than just that. Yeah, you, very, you, you, very few people are in this building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Speaking of coronavirus awareness, being aware of uh, your position in the world, Mel Brooks and his son Max teamed up for a coronavirus PSA that Mel Brooks shared on his social media. Now, his son Max... I'm going to it right now. It it is very delightful. So, uh, Max, he is the author of the book World War Z, which became the movie that Brad Pitt started. Great, okay. Yeah, so he's standing outside a window and then... It's a window between himself and his dad, Mel Brooks. But essentially, he is talking about the things that we were just talking about, how this is spread through don't community contact. Don't be a spreader. And they're also putting out, hey, don't be a spreader because you don't want to spread it to Mel Brooks's friends like Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke. And you yes. feel pretty bad if you spread it all around the community. So it is a very cute I see PSA. their heads, Dick Van Dyke. They're all popping <laughs> yeah. up and Mel Brooks is on the other side of the thing. Oh, that is... Yeah, yeah. It's social media for good. Yeah, it is a little moment of levity. Uh, Mel Brooks and his son, Max, there. Donatella Versace and her daughter, Allegra Versace, have donated $224,000 to a hospital in Milan, Italy. Uh, they announced that they'd be giving that sum to the intensive care department of the San Rafael Hospital, which has been overwhelmed with patients since February and has been appealing for financial help. Mm. And in the world of fashion as well, the Met Gala is going to be 
put on hold indefinitely, which means I the Hollywood speak on that is the Met Gala is not going to be happening. The Metropolitan Museum of Art that is closed for the time being and Anna Wintour said we are putting this on hold. So we are not having that. And in the other world of uh, the luxury good market. So this is a sign of the times. LVMH. They make fragrances for Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior. So they're switching their perfume production to hand sanitizer. And they said they're going to give it out for free. LVMH says it's going to begin manufacturing hydroalcoholic gels in its factories to help address France's sanitizer shortage. So really, you know, and you see that around here in the United States, and I can't speak to any local institutions that are doing this, but distilleries and breweries are changing their manufacturing process to make hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. So that they can pass that out. So that is also happening there. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, they announced that uh, they have left the Australian hospital where they have been quarantined. And they said they're resting in a rented home in Australia this five days after revealing that they had both tested positive for coronavirus. Talk about shutting down a movie set because Baz Luhrmann Uh and his family are self-quarantining. Probably because I get a feeling Boz is a toucher when he's a director. I don't know why. Doing <laughs> but they're that. all around each other. Yes, 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 I know. And like a couple of people that Rita was in contact with tested positive for coronavirus. So yes, there was a reporter. A reporter that she sat side by side with. You're right. And see, people are spitters and they don't know it. <laughs> well, how, could you, how could you know? You know, I mean, it's, it's just such mini, 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 tiny but, particles. But, but, you know, we all know the people who have been big spitters, if you you know what I mean. And you're like, oh, I, I, there's this you, one. You have you, a Sylvester in your life. Is yes, what you're saying. yes. And I, oh, you just say far away. Why do you stand way over there? I don't know. You know, whatever. <laughs> We, but yeah, anyway. Thanks, Holly. Yes, thank you. All right, let's do a little my talk traffic here. 35 feet northbound. There's a crash from Main Street to the 35 split. And in Hugo, 61, a crash from 152nd Street to 159th Street. And that's your my talk traffic, your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. The clouds early tonight, clear skies late, 26, mostly sunny, 45. Right now, 37 and cloudy at the MyTalk studio. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream MyTalk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at MyTalk keyword podcast. I want you out of my bedroom tonight. There's no way I can save you. Cause I need to be safe too. I'm no good at goodbyes. We're both acting insane. But you're shoving the change. Now I'm drinking again. Everybody, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Oh my gosh! Okay, so more sobering news. As if every day doesn't bring more of it. But the governor Tim Waltz, uh, who was just we broke away from it. There are commissioners of different places that are speaking. But to sum up what he said um, is that Governor Waltz is ordering the closure of theaters, museums, amusement parks, bowling alleys, fitness centers, and community club clubs through march 27th at least okay unemployment waiting period is waived yeah and people would be surprised at how that they are more eligible for unemployment than they think because you can mm-hmm. still get unemployment even if you're working you know 10 hours a week part-time or, yes yeah depending yes. on what you're working that's correct. 
And so we have a lot, but basically he said, we have a lot of money. We're well prepared, but we're in a critical point of mass spreading right now because people are not, uh, if, if, because we can't count on people to keep their social distance and stay inside and to take it seriously, because there are some people who have thought that this has been a hoax or it's just like the flu. The, the, the government is doing what it needs to do to keep people safe and coming in and making the social distancing decisions for us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then, you know, individual things, you know, you can make on your own. He also reassured us that um, the grocery stores are in good shape, yes. that there isn't any reason to do that. Yeah. Um, and that Minnesota does this is what we do. We can help everybody else by doing our part. And we had some RNs who listened that yep. told us elective, surg- electric, elective surgery is canceled right now. And the Minnesota Dental Association, we have we had a, a hygienist listening to us, is recommend, recommending that also dental offices any for two weeks, any place where there's consumption or a chance of spreading because we are at a critical mass right now to what they do call flatten the curve. I just saw a picture of Clearwater beach, Florida. Oh, I did too. Mm -hmm. Of spring breakers. Yep. And that's probably drive spring break. And this is spring break. You know, I used to be a spring breaker. So kids just drive from their colleges or whatever. And they're in Clearwater because, and it just makes you think of the mayor of jaws. Yes. Well, it wasn't the mayor. It was the police chief. The police chief. (laughs) No, but it was the mayor who did not want to close. The police chief. Yes, you're right. You're right. Wanted to close the beach. And the mayor said no. And, you know, because there was the one shark, it's almost season. Mm -hmm. And so the government is just closing this stuff down. And I. They're making the decision for us. They're making it for Mm -hmm. us. And there's an unemployment safety net. And there's not going to be any waiting time. So people do. Do not have to get freaked out. I mean, this is very reassuring, and and I know, you know, we are we're lucky to live in Minnesota because we we're it's like the Scandinavia of the USA. We're in the middle of the flyover state, and we're not that many people, and we have high taxes, and we try for the most part to be really good and take care of each other. And you know, this is when, as Prince, mm-hmm. as, you know, as Prince said, the cold people who didn't, you know, there's not as many bad people that live here because it's, you know, it weeds them out. It's Minnesota. It's not easy to live here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I found him to be very reassuring. Absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. And I oh felt this since the beginning. And he, and he's we smart. Have to, he's smart, and he's and, got a great team working on it. I feel like so we just are going to have to short term people. You have to listen. Yes. You have to obey. And that was something that what didn't happen with the Italians. Yeah, they didn't nip it in the butt. They did, and also listen. If you've ever been, spent any time at all, there is a certain jade de weed that happens. With Italians, you kiss both cheeks. You know, Europeans are kissing way yes. more than we are. Yes, they're very, very social people. They're outside all the time, all they the time, together. gesticulating, yes. and everybody's saying in the French. And I mean, there it is in Europe. You're so much closer. You're so much closer, and so we have the spread, the social distance. Metro Transit also just said that it's going to su- suspend services of. Um, all bus and light rail service between 11 p.m. at night mm-hmm. to 4:30 a.m. starting um, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, so. they probably gonna they want to clean. Yep. 
They want to clean. Yeah, That's what they sure. want to do. Yeah. And um, those are essential services that we do need. Do you think we should play our, our, our just to like for the 411 for people who are like going, okay, I guess I do need to take this uh, uh, social distancing? Because so we played this social distancing story, not to be a brag or anything, but we did say you were sick uh, last Tuesday. And mm-hmm. I said, Donnie, it's going to be the word of the year. I mean, maybe that, it yeah. might not be, but it was just like we'd never heard this no. word. And now we kind of know it. But the, And distance just, education. I mean, there's a distance. But this is yeah. a social distancing okay. survival guide. I think we can just play this. Let's this do is a it. good one. All right. Six feet. That's how far the CDC says you should stay apart. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apart from people to practice social distancing to stop the spread of COVID-19. But over the weekend, scenes like these at restaurants, stores, and on the street. Not much distancing. And we got mixed messages like this from California Congressman Devin Nunez. If you're healthy, uh, you and your family, it's a great time to just go out, go to a local restaurant. Yeah. Likely you can get in, get in easily. There's, you know, let's not hurt. Uh, the working people in this country go, you know, go to your local uh, local pub. Now a oh, crackdown. Boy. California, Ohio, New York City, Illinois, Washington, and Massachusetts ending dine-in service at restaurants and bars. Police cleared out New Orleans' iconic Bourbon Street as a new normal sets in. I'm practicing as much social distancing as I possibly can. Dr. Fossey. I don't go out. The CDC hoping people limit activities outside the home to slow the spread. Shannon Unks, an American living in northern Italy, says she understands why the precautions are necessary. We've tried to spend time doing things as a family, and it does get a little boring. But we've realized, after listening to pleas from from medical staff who's been working, you know, 22 hours a day, seven days a week, the only thing that a person who's not a doctor or a nurse or, you know, a fireman can do to help is that we can stay home. We can stay home and not get sick. There and you go. It. I mean, how about that? I mean, that yep. kind of says it all. And that that's exactly what's happening. And and you know that uh, it, it, like the fact that they are closing Las Vegas, basically. Oh. I mean, that mm-hmm. that that. that it's that, mind-blowing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it's happened. It. It's happened after 9-11. Yeah, you know, we did have, but this is a completely, uh, uh, you know, we just, a, just went, a different type yeah, of event, is. but equally feels as scary as I remember feeling then. And, you know, I, I feel for people who have, like, you know, kids that are... That have to... That have to... That kind of understand, like, I you know, 
Do you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden they're my, like nine and their world has changed as they know it. I mean, I just that. Well, that for really, families with for, kids who are staying home, it's got to be hard yeah, for everybody. High school, just yep. it's such it's such a, a hard time. So we, we got, I guess we just have to be contagious with love. And I I, I did buy always, I did buy some ninety nine cent uh, Trader Joe cards. They've got oh, good Lori, cards. I have great new cards. Yeah, I am mailing cards. To like my mom okay. and sure, you know, well, I've always been the great. I send greeting yes, cards. I send St. Patrick's Day cards, and I still send my nieces and nephews that live out of state. So your boys never got this. They never got any of this. No, so I'm just listening to yeah, you. Like, I know. oh, how nice to be I, a niece and nephew out of state. I know. I don't know why my, I'm nicer never, to the out of state. You would never. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're it, your. Maternal family. Well, no, because I send it to no, no. I send it to my sister's kids. Yeah, my kids. I not your kids because they get to see me. Oh, for God's sake! Okay, they get they get they get Auntie Lori whenever they need or want to. They see a lot of me. So I don't feel like I have to make them remember me. I have to make the other ones remember me with money. Everyone have a good night. We're going to be back tomorrow. Live show starting tomorrow morning with Jake. Before I start on today's announcement, I'd like to just give a a thank you on the response dealing with our public schools. Uh, What we announced yesterday was of the magnitude of what's coming today. Incredibly disruptive. And I think most of us recognize in this room that this is our new normal. I think I would uh, forecast for the press that this is more than likely a rhythm that we may get into as new information comes up, as new CDC guidance comes up, and changes in this unfolding situation come forward. But I say this as a parent at about 4.30 today, I received... uh, information dealing with the shutdown from the St. Paul Public Schools uh, dealing with my 13-year-old. And I can tell you uh, the sense of passion and the buckling down that must have happened today to the level of detail that the St. Paul Public Schools, where they're going to deliver lunches, how they're going to be delivered, if you miss the drop-off point where you can pick those up, where mental health services will be delivered, and starting to think about all of the variables of getting out the instructional materials. Uh, as a parent, I feel so incredibly comforted. Uh, as governor, I feel so incredibly proud that I asked folks to step up into a place where none of us had been and in St. Paul, and I know this is being replicated in hundreds of districts across the state, they have risen to the occasion. So uh, to Superintendent Gothard, to the teachers and educators in St. Paul Public Schools, and to the thousands across this state, thank you for getting started on the process of keeping our kids safe, keeping them educated. Uh, earlier today, you heard Commissioner Malcolm give out the announcements that in the testing that was done yesterday, Minnesota had 19 new cases bringing us to 54. I think that's exactly what many of us in this room had been forecasting, that this would be starting to ramp up. We are now at a point that that is a significant jump. We know it's uncertain times. We can't say with absolute certainty, but there are patterns in other countries of where this goes. And there is a critical point in time, which we believe we are still at, that you can bend that curve and not overwhelming our healthcare system. And I'd like to take a moment to note that we have some folks here. You're going to hear from some folks from the industry, restaurateurs who are going to talk to you. But Andrea Walsh from Health Partners, uh, 
uh, CEO of the health system, Penny Wheeler from Alina and James Herford from Fairview are here with us because we need to get this right because it's where they're at that we can't cross that threshold where the people coming in for care outpaces our ability to deliver it. Everything we're doing and started weeks ago is to try and keep these numbers. We're not going to stop this from spreading but we can stop how fast it spreads and we can make sure that we protect those most vulnerable. So together in Minnesota, we're going to have to do this that way. Um, everything we need to do now to distance each other from this, to slow this pandemic needs to be put into place. Many of you are already taking these steps to protect your own health, your families, your neighbors, and your colleagues. But I have to say, um, we're seeing folks still congregating in large numbers. You've seen that the CDC had went earlier today to groups of 50, where we had put out in our emergency executive order 250. The president announced today in, in his press conference uh, 10 people to that. So this is now the time. If we are going to break this chain and we can go in the direction of countries that have been able to contain this and are now on the downhill of others like Italy, who lost another 349 deaths today on behind 386 yesterday. That is a country of a much smaller population, and those numbers are getting that high. So this is the time to do that. To date, we've declared peacetime emergency because of the pandemic. We temporarily closed schools, give them administration time to plan. To protect the public's health and slowing, today I am issuing Executive Emergency Order 20-03 that would place partial closures of restaurants, bars, and establishments serving food and drink for dine-in services, as well as places of a public accommodation and amusement during COVID-19 peacetime emergencies. Today's executive order will go into effect by tomorrow, March 17th at 5 p.m. and run through Friday, March 27th at 5 p.m. Examples of the closures are restaurants, food courts, cafes, coffee houses, and others that offer on-premises consumption. This does not stop takeout curbside or delivery, bars, taverns, brew pubs, brewery, microbrews, tasting rooms, clubs, uh, theaters, cinemas, museums, indoor outdoor performance venues, gymnasiums, fitness centers, recreation centers, and so forth. Commissioner uh, Malcolm will go into greater detail with this. This is all online for you to be able to, uh, to look at uh, the specifics around this. By issuing the order, we are enhancing mitigation measures to slow the spread. I want to be very clear. Um, we are at a critical point here. If we get beyond that curve where community spread accelerates to the point that our hospitals can't keep up, uh, that our respirators are not be able to, and, and some of the things that we need to get to folks, uh, it becomes a really critical situation. And, and for us in Minnesota, I'm going to ask once again, we need folks' cooperation. To the young folks who are being told that, you know, it, it's not that serious and it won't get to you, Perhaps not for you, but that's not a given either because we have young people that have, uh, have found themselves needing hospitalization on this. We need to stop congregating. We're going to close the bars. We're going to close the restaurants. We're going to close the places where we gather. And understanding that this is the magnitude of what we're doing um, is not lost on any of us. The impositions that it will cause on people are not lost on any of us. And I have to tell you, it's one of the reasons why I have a second executive order that we're issuing today 
that will strengthen Minnesota's unemployment insurance trust fund and ensure establishments affected by this order will have benefits available. Commissioner Grove will talk about this. We'll be spending the payments made by the employers. We will be using the unemployment trust fund and removing the wait period time on that so that uh, benefits are delivered immediately. Minnesota has one of the most generous unemployment uh, insurance programs in the nation, and our trust fund at this time is in solid place to be able to do this. That is the mechanism that we're going to ensure these workers as you're listening today for yourself, your friends, your family, and your neighbors. There is a safety net that comes along with this that will allow payment on those unemployment insurance immediately. We are going to make sure, and Commissioner Franz over at the Minnesota Management and Budget is shifting the state's workforce over to make sure that we're able to, and I think, again, to think about this, this will be the single largest request of unemployment insurance in Minnesota's history. Commissioner Grove will talk about this. It will certainly the biggest one day influx that we have ever attempted to process. We understand the sense of urgency around this. I ask Minnesotans to bear with us, but to understand we're not coming in front of you making a closure without having the backstops in place to try and ease this. It will not make you whole. But our intention is is to try and make sure that it does not destroy your family or the well-being that you have. So we will remain focused to committing the slow rate of transmission across Minnesota. It's going to take all of us. I want to reiterate before I turn it over um, to Commissioner Malcolm that we are keeping open grocery stores and pharmacies encouraging them to stay open, understanding how difficult this is, both in an urban setting and in greater Minnesota. Those are going to be critical infrastructure for us to make sure that people are able to get what they need. I would reiterate what I said yesterday. Please understand that we believe that the supply chain systems are solid to our grocery stores, to our convenience stores, and in many cases act as grocery stores in some of the areas where we have food deserts. But we need folks to be judicious about what they're purchasing, understanding that some people don't have the capacity to get it anywhere else. And I'll come back at the end, but I'll make that plea throughout this. This is an opportunity for Minnesotans to do what we do best. We step up in times of crisis for our neighbors. There are multiple opportunities to be able to volunteer. You're going to see these things start to step up, and there are going to be unintended consequences of social uh, distancing that we're seeing. One of them that we're starting to see come up from the Red Cross is, is that blood drives are being canceled, even though those are safe and they're they're doing social distancing and we can do it. We may end up in a situation where we're going to have to ask Minnesotans in safe environments, protected from coronavirus, but still being able to donate blood for other needs that we have. Those types of things will go on as we move into the spring. We need to be prepared for mitigations against natural events, uh, specifically flooding. So there's work to be done here. No one's going to do it alone. Minnesotans can do this if we step up together. Our commitment in state government with our private sector partners is to make sure that we're being as thoughtful with Minnesotan safety at our, our top priority. With that, I'd like to uh, welcome uh, Commissioner Malcolm. All right, we are going to uh, move away from uh, Governor Walz's press conference there, but I think to uh, sum it up, restaurants, bars, health clubs, you name it, they are all yep. going to be shutting down. So I'll tell you what we're going to do, guys. We're going to take our last uh, quick break here, and then we will come back. All right. Okay. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.